Welcome to the FPMT podcast that brings to you the essence of Lama Zopa Rinpoche's teachings. Please note that in these teachings, Rinpoche is addressing students already familiar with Lam Rim topics and the tradition of Lama Tsongkhapa. In this week's episode, we listen to a teaching that Lama Zopa Rinpoche gave on September 9th, 2017, at the Light of the Path Retreat, America. Rinpoche advises that when one is upset or afraid, and also happy, remember bodhicitta, so life is not wasted and everything we experience is dedicated to others. When we recite mantras with a bodhicitta motivation, it becomes the cause to achieve enlightenment. Afterwards, dedicate the merit for oneself to achieve enlightenment for all sentient beings, so that the merits become unceasing, like a drop of water added to the ocean. We conceal the dedication with emptiness, so the merits will not be subject to being destroyed by anger or heresy. Since beginningless rebirths, we have been believing the hallucination that everything we experience, including the eye, is real. This ignorance is the root of our suffering. Dedicating with emptiness leaves positive imprints on our mind, even if we don't fully understand the words we are saying at the time. When you are upset, remember Bodhicitta. When you are afraid, remember Bodhicitta. When suffering rises, remember Bodhicitta. When the happiness rises, remember Bodhicitta. He is talking what to do those lives when you're so sad, when you're so frightened, so much fear, what to do. When the cancer or relationship problem, when the suffering rises, sickness or relationship problem, or anything, when the suffering rises, remember Bodhicitta. When the happiness rises, remember Bodhicitta. So this way, your life is not wasted. So much suffering, so much fear, so much upset. You don't remember that your life is wasted. Your life is empty, not meaningful, not beneficial for something being. Not beneficial even for yourself, or the self-chasing Not beneficial even for yourself. So your life is so much wasted. The pressure, the human life, that's one time that we have unbelievable pressures, and then totally wasted. So, then it says, even your life, the happiness, again, during those times, and then, if you especially don't realization, then happiness, essential pleasure, then you don't remember Bodhicitta, again, so happy, your mind is so excited, so happy, then again, you don't remember Bodhicitta, practice Bodhicitta, you don't remember. Oh, then again, life is wasted. So much is wasted. And 
non-virtue. Day and night life become non-virtue. Mm. Only Christian cause of law realm, cause of the sufferings of this life, sufferings of the death time when you die. So in this way, when you remember Bodhicitta, how much you are upset, and then your upsetness helped for sentient beings, useful for sentient beings. For you and all sentient beings become useful. So it brings happiness. When you are afraid, frightened, remember Bodhicitta, so that helps you and that helps to all sentient Your fear helps all sentient beings because by Bodhicitta. When you experience suffering, if you remember the Jesus, then it helps you, it helps all the sentiments. Suffering becomes help, suffering becomes sport for your happiness, and sport for the happiness of all sentiments. And even you get happiness, but your life not wasted and become non-virtual, none of that. You remember the Jesus, your happiness is dedicated for all sentiments, not only for you, None of that become meaningful to all the sentiments, all of that. <laughs> and just as truly, a Nepal earthquake time, I was a couple of months upstairs <laughs> in the sitting room, the big room, the turn around, the large ones, then other structures, generously and religion, that many things. So I was there, then <laughs> earthquake happened. So not because I'm Bodhicitta, but because I'm a little bit familiar with the words, uh, thought transformation words, I know the words a little bit, because I know intellectual words. Because I'm familiar with the words, whatever suffering sentiments have may be happening to me. Whatever happiness I have, virtue, may be relevant towards all the sentiments. So, I was repeating that. When the statues all fell down, on the table, round table, this big Buddha, so there are a few other statues, then they all fall down. Because a few words I know intellectually, even I can remember it. <laughs> because it usually goes like that fear, you don't remember at all. So the, even I can remember the words, the familiarity of the words. And actually, it's a become political kind of logic, because not from the heart, it's just the words repeating. So political logic, political. <laughs> so like that. You can see, even there's no realization, but at least if you can repeat the words, so good, so good. It helps for you and for others. So, that. so of course, reality should be from the heart, but I'm just repeating the words. We have to live with the Buddhist. For example, recite one mantra, mantra or whatever. Now, the most important thing is the motivation of Then it transformed, then it became cause of enlightenment cause to achieve Buddhahood for the sentient beings, for numberless sentient beings, for everyone, for everyone. If you ever listen to this, what you are going to recite, each mantra, on Malo, on Manipemu, or what you're going to Lama Tsunga, or Guru Yoga, whatever, everything becomes cause of enlightenment. To be able to enlighten every single sentient being, benefit to every single sentient being, and enlighten every single sentient being. Oh, beyond that. 
one mala, so each mantra becomes most beneficial for every sentence. Every single mantra you recite, 108 in one mala, or brings happiness, enlightenment, sentiment to achieve enlightenment. Not only ultimate happiness and temporary happiness, not that, the enlightenment. Send them to enjoy their peerless happiness and enlightenment. So, because of that, every single mantra you recite. So, I thought the motivation is the most important. Because everything is perfect. Preparation, the motivation, best Buddhist, the actual body, you know, ultimation, then completion, dedication, dedicated merit. To achieve enlightenment, oneself to achieve enlightenment, percentage. From those three, then uh, I think the most important motivation is that. Yeah, otherwise, um, offering uh, to Buddha Dharma Sangha, to Buddha, even the motivation is the attachment to this life, not Dharma. But you uh, see, offering to Buddha, that becomes not only Dharma, but a cause of enlightenment. Cause of enlightenment becomes by the power of the Buddha. Normal action becomes a non-virtue, the motivation non-virtue, and the result suffering. But here, with the Buddha, statues, tribes, scriptures, we don't see Buddha by myself as ordinary beings. No question actually seeing Buddha, but do their power, or then even their motivation toward non-virtue attachment to this life. But our action to make offering, prostration, circumvallation to the Tajj Buddha, Skripti Buddha, Tripa Buddha, then everything because of enlightenment. There's a power to merit build, the statues, Tripa, Skripti Buddha. So I think the motivation or Deva Lama Tsongkhapa Guru Yoga or reciting Mani Pema Fungas or One Mala or Deva. Motivation is the most important thing. To make sure not just run to do your commitment, not just that, but put effort and motivation with each other. So, so important. Every mantra or Mani Pema Fung, how much you recite, Every single mantra it helps for sentencing. Every sentencing to achieve happiness. I didn't get mentioned before. The benefit of numberless sentencing is each mantra omanipemuhum. It brings happiness to every sentencing. Enlightenment. Not only that, become unceasing the benefit of that. With the Buddhists that are sad omanipemuhum, the benefits is the unceasing. Benefit is unceasing. Not only that, only you dedicate the merit. So without dedicating for enlightenment, to achieve enlightenment for sentiment, then even if it becomes dharma, virtue, but it's just one time you get the result and finish by that. But if you dedicate the merit, what you collected, to achieve enlightenment for sentiment, if you dedicate the merit to achieve enlightenment, yourself to achieve enlightenment for the sentiment to free from the oceans of samsara suffering and to bring to peerless happiness, Buddhahood, total cessation, obscuration, completion, realization, oh, then your marriage becomes unceasing, never finish, unceasing. So it's like Lord Gyatso Shiva, dollars, Lord Gyatso asked Buddha, so Buddha explained, so you put one drop in the ocean, so until the ocean dries, drop never finish. 
by putting the one drop water from outside, put it in the ocean, then it gets mixed with the ocean, so it'll land the ocean, see? So until the whole ocean got dry, the little drop never dry. As long as you enjoy the ocean, use the water from the ocean, you use the drop, that one small drop is mixed with the ocean, so you always enjoy that. So dedication time also dedicated to achieving enlightenment for something being, or then become unceasing, never finish, unceasing. So until the ocean dry, the drop never dries. It's the one that's become ocean, um, so like that, become unceasing. When you dedicate to achieve enlightenment, yourself to achieve enlightenment, to free the numberless sentiments from the oceans of samsara suffering, and to bring to Buddhahood, total cessation of spirit, completion, realization, order, it's very most important, most important, most important. You must realize that, you must understand that. Otherwise, what happens? If you don't dedicate merit to achieve enlightenment for sentiment, then what happens is that even your actions become dharma, become merit. What do you see? Then sooner or later, anger rises and the heresy rises. There are also other things, ill will, other things. So it destroys the merit. Anger is so easy, you know. Our minds have been habituated into that, not with patience, but with anger. From beginningless rebirth, so they have so. Unbelievable, easy to get angry. On them also heresy and those things are so very easy to rise. So impatience is more difficult. Of course, then, whose mind is more trained with patience, then easier patience, they're angry. So after some time, by present patience, after some time, the anger rises, but anger rises very short time. One minute or a few seconds, even one second, you know, rises and stops. When your mind is more trained in patience, all like that, then rises anger less and less. So, if you dedicate the merit to achieve enlightenment for a sentient being, uh, then afterwards, if you get heresy anger, uh, it still harms, but cannot destroy completely your merit. It becomes weaker. What you have to understand is becoming weaker. For example, the Japonga in his collection of teachings, he explained when the trucks came and took the stones away, but you see, still there's the mountain left. Many trucks have taken away the rocks from there, but still the basic mountain is left. Even after you dedicate your marriage to achieve enlightenment, the heresy and the anger, those rises, it doesn't destroy completely, but it makes bewilder your marriage. Uh, like this example. Then the reason why when I dedicate marriage is the ceiling with the emptiness. Meditation of ultimate nature, emptiness only. Don't want me looking to empty. Subtle dependent rising is coming to the same point, empty. Coming to the same point. So subtle dependent rising or looking to empty. Empty of existing from its own side, which we believe day and night from birth, not only from birth, from this morning, not only from birth, from beginningless rebirth, we even believe in this. Everything, including I, including the I, also everything in hallucination, like dream, like mirage. Then there are many examples. So if you dedicate marriage, 
Do not become weaker. If the anger heresy arises later, do not become weaker. Your marriage. So you need dedicate marriage for enlightenment. Then you seal with the emptiness. You dedicate while you're looking at the empty, or while you're looking at certain dependent arising. That's how I dedicate normally, or like that. So, however, if the correct words are used, if you don't know what it means exactly, but you got the correct teaching, correct words, and you dedicate the correct words, and then it leaves positive imprint on the mind. So slowly you can understand from that. So the reason why I do the dedication by seeing the emptiness, oh, that's a big reason. So that heresy, anger rises later, it does make weaker your marriage. What is that? Hmm. The reason why it can do that is because what eliminates the root of samsara is ignorance, holding the eyes truly, while the not never exists from its own side from beginningless rebirth. So that is eliminated completely by only, by only the ultimate wisdom realizing that the eyes empty of existing from its own side. Mm-mm. So because of that, because it cut that root of all the suffering, which we have been experienced from beginningless rebirth, it's only eliminated by ultimate wisdom realizing emptiness. This podcast was brought to you by the FPMT, the Foundation for the Preservation of the Mahayana Tradition. Find out more about our organization at www.fpmt.org.